0: You've got it tuned to The Rendezvous.
1: Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. If it's the first time, bienvenue. This accent is French originally. After even 20 years of English lessons, the accent is still there. So thank you for bearing my accent every night. I got great news before I start the show. We just posted this fabulous new episode of my podcast, La Confession, with this question. Do you regret or treasure your 1st oulala? If you want to know the answer, just go to our Heart Radio app and check out what me and my producers had to say about this key question. If you have other questions for right now, just call me now, 855-905-8255. Something going on in your relationship? Darling, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Wade. Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour. What is up?
2: Well, I have a friend, and he's been with this girl for a number of years and they had a kid together and they've been kind of on and off. But recently it's getting kind of weird. I'm getting kind of pulled into the middle of it. He says that they're not together, Mm -hmm. but they live together. And like he visited me recently with his daughter and we were all hanging out, whatever. And his daughter's six. And, uh, you know, at one point he was asking me about this girl he met at my job um, that works with me. And I was just like, look, man, I don't really know. You're still kind of with your girl, but you're kind of not. So anyways, they go home and they said, hey, would you mind if we came back out three weeks later? And I said, sure. So he sends me the flight information and this time the baby mama is on there. Mm. And, and I like her, she's good people, but now I feel really awkward because I just don't really know what to tell him that I don't feel like he's doing right by her. What should I do? But, okay,
1: the, before I answer, I have a question for you, Wade, but why is it your business to tell anything?
2: Because I see her as a friend as well. Yeah. And like, for instance, on that first vacation they came to visit, it mm-hmm. was just... Uh, my best friend and his daughter, and so I like sent her pictures of them on the vacation, See, and then she would text me back and be like, oh, I miss them so much, I love them so much, right. and I can't wait to have my best friend back, referring to him. And I just feel bad, because I know that it's not his intention to marry her.
1: Listen, the best you can do is not interfere at all in this situation, because it's their life, their history, they don't need you in the middle, and in my opinion, it's going to end up badly, meaning even if your intention is totally cool and, and friendly i think as friends we have to step away uh we're not shrinks we're not therapy so my advice to you is to avoid to be in an awkward situation like you almost are in is step out of this situation and don't send pictures to one don't talk about the other just hey guys you want to do this great when you welcome them great but you're out of it it's not your business it's not your problem okay
2: Excellent. Yeah, that's, that's solid advice. I'll it's definitely do that. the
1: only way for you to keep all those friendships alive, no matter what they will do together or not.
2: All right. That sounds like good advice. I definitely agree.
1: All right, Wade. Good luck to you and them, and uh, thank you for calling. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. You know how I always say, don't do like me, do better than me? Well, this perfectly applies to the situation of not mixing with friends' relationship. I'll tell you what happened to me next. Stay with me. Don't do like me, do better than me. I've told you that before on this show. It's Simon Marcel. Here's why, and here's why I've learned it the hard way. About, oh, I think it's 10 years ago, I had two great friends. One was a girl in New York. The other was in Cincinnati, Ohio. And he was single, she was single. I had a coffee with my friend in New York. She said to me, Simon, I can't wait to meet a good guy. He said to me a couple weeks before, I've been single for a year, Simon, do you know anybody single available? And then what maybe you would do too, you think, okay, one plus one equal happiness, right? I'm going to you know, connect them and see what happens. And I did. And you're not going to believe what happened after that. Stay with me. Have you ever connected two friends together in the name really of love? I have. So I connect my two almost best friends together. They get together, they kind of fall in love, things are going well, and I'm super happy. Actually, I thought they were going to get married. I don't exactly know why they didn't, but I know one day they called me, about 11 months in, and he called me and said, it's not going to work out. I said, oh no, that's so sad. And then they got so mad at each other, and each of them asked me to be on their side. And I couldn't, because I love them both as friends. And you know what happened at the end? They broke up our friendship, and I'm not friends with any of them, really. And isn't that sad? So the lesson of this, and I mean it, don't interfere more than just introduce, and that's it. Stay away from it to protect the friendships. You cause that next on The Rendezvous. Everyone, in their own way, have a little or big romantic story to share with me. Call me, Don't be shy. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Willow.
0: Bonjour, Simon. How
1: are you? Bonjour, bonjour. Good. You said you had a sweet romantic story to share with me.
0: I do. I do. I wanted to tell you about the first time um, my boyfriend told me that he loved me.
1: Ah, that's beautiful. I want to hear that.
0: Okay. So... We've been together now for about three years, but um, this story kind of sticks with me because he's, he's one of those people that he's, he's not really emotional. So, like, getting him to say, I love you, would be a task or even show any emotion altogether. So, maybe like three months in, um, we went out to the movies, which is his favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. And he, he went to the concession stand, mm-hmm. and he came back and he sat down next to me. And he's like, you know, I know that you don't like coming to the movies and the fact that you actually sacrifice and come with me, you know, is one of the reasons why I love you. And he Mm. kept talking, but, you know, it caught me off guard because I'm like, wow, did you just try to speed past that? Like, did you just (laughs) tell me you love me? And he was like, yeah, I do. And I I said, I love you, too. And it was just like one of those moments where all I can do is smile. Uh And, yeah, we watched the movie, and that was pretty much it.
1: You know, it's just I'm so glad you said that because these stories, which is usually the first time you hear I love you from someone, it is one of the most romantic moments of all our life, no matter what. No matter what happens afterwards, other stories, first time you hear I love you. Man, I remember the first time somebody told me I love you. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Thank you so much. That was very sweet.
0: Thank you, Simon.
1: Yes, thank you. I'm going to tell you my story now, where the first time I heard I love you, I'll tell you that next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. You know, I just, I heard Willow's story. It was the first I love you. And just reminded me, I, the first time I heard I love you, it was actually I love you too. In French, je t'aime aussi. Let me tell you exactly what happened back in the day and that's about 37 years ago so I fell in love with this young beautiful brunette and it's the first time in my life that I thought about it saying it and asking my biggest question was does she love me too so to set up that situation to set it up what I did is I invited her to a movie and uh, we went to that movie in Paris we sit next to each other now mind you I'm about 13 and a half, and she's 13 and a half too. Two young teenagers sitting next to each other, very nervous. And so we spend the movie, you know, kind of cuddling and kissing again. And after the movie, we took a walk. Stay with me. I'll tell you what happened during this magic walk in Paris. The first time I heard I love you, that's what I'm talking about. I'm Simon Marcel. Think and visualize Paris in the fall. And then me, at 13 and a half, and then my girlfriend at the time, Christabel, also 13 and a half, we went to the movie, we French kissed for the first time, and then all I'm thinking about is to say, je t'aime, right? I love you. And all I'm worried about is, will she say, I love you too? we walk walking in Paris, we kiss again, and then I stop by this garden of Luxembourg, and I said, "I je crois que je t'aime, I believe I love you. And then she didn't say right away. She looked at me with little brown eyes. And I heard, Je t'aime aussi, very soft voice, I love you too. And that was one of the best moments to this day of my life. The first time I heard, I love you. Unforgettable. I'm glad I could say the story. If she listens to that show, Christabel, she'll appreciate it. You call that next, 855-905-8255. What's the number to dial in if you have a question? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Pauline.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on?
3: Um, my boyfriend, he likes to have his alone time. Mm-hmm. He's a, He plays a lot of video games. And sometimes, like, I take it personally because I feel like I did something wrong or he doesn't want to be around me. But he's told me it's not Me, he just likes to be like around nobody. Right. But sometimes I like still feel like oh my gosh, she doesn't want to be around like I like or not hang out with me. And I just I just feel like maybe it's like my insecurity, but like I just like to know like or like I don't know if I should just talk to him or like what I should do about it.
1: Okay, so so basically before I answer how much alone time a week we're talking about playing those video games?
3: Um, I would say, like, roughly, like, like a 30 minutes a day.
1: That, that's not much. So, wait, the rest of the time is with you mostly, you said? so, And then about it's an hour? Mostly
3: around me. Like, I'll be working, like, during the day, and then when I come home or something like that, he will spend some time, and then he'll game. So, he won't completely ignore me, but, like, just sometimes, like, I just feel like, oh, like... You, it's not, it doesn't happen all the time, but this is this there's okay. certain times like during the week I'm just like, oh he doesn't want to be around me or he's mad at me, but
1: And that is usually when he comes back from work himself too. He comes back and then wants to play a video game for an hour? Yes. Okay. Alright, so I got it. Here's why. Um, it's a men thing. When we come home from work, most men want silence, want to isolate themselves. This is our winding down time. Uh, it's a difference between women and men. Most women are okay talking about what they've done during the day or ask their partner what have you done, kind of talk and discuss things, and that relaxes them too. Connecting with your boyfriend. Guys, on the other hand, they come home and most of them do not want to talk for at least 30 minutes or an hour. So it's nothing against you, Pauline. It's not he's ignoring you. It's like his way, and I'm the same. I don't play video game. I read, but no matter what... I really don't feel like talking after work for the first thirty to forty-five minutes, even an hour. So take it as like not against you, but something most guys do.
3: So they just need to like wind down from the day.
1: Exactly, okay. and and okay. and what he does, and I, and and it's better than being drinking too much and all of this. He's just playing video games to relax his mind, and then mm. you know he's back with you.
3: Okay. All I right. never knew that, Simon. Well, Thank you so much.
1: I'm glad I'm glad you called me. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, me too. Yeah, have a good night and take oh, care.
3: You too, Simon. Thank you. You're
1: welcome, Pauline. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. I got to go to your emails because apparently somebody doesn't believe marriage can work. Let's talk about that next. Simon, Marcel, bonsoir. When you can't call me, you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what's the email?
3: All right. This is a listener email from Ariana that says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ariana. I have been with my boyfriend for over a year and almost everything is wonderful except for one thing. When it comes to future plans, marriage is very important to me and I would like to one day make that commitment to someone. Right. Hopefully this guy. But he doesn't feel the same way. In fact, he is almost against marriage and doesn't believe it works. He does want a family someday, but does not think marriage is necessary. I don't want to break up with him at all, but I also don't know if I can compromise on this one very important issue. And I don't want to keep falling in love more and more for this to only go nowhere. What do I do?
1: What do you do, Ayanna, if you are with somebody who doesn't believe marriage works? I'll tell you that next. What do you do if you're dating somebody? Everything is wonderful, but your partner doesn't want to get married and you want to get married to move ahead with a family. So Ayana emailed me that question, what do I do? My man doesn't believe marriage works. I believe it's an important step in life and I don't want to go further with him if he's not going to marry me. So basically, there's no wrong or right answer on this one. It's a belief. So I suggest this as my advice. Guys, have a talk, and you ask each other this question. What's more important to you? Not being married and staying with me, and you ask, is it more important for you to marry me or not? And then, whatever is more important to both of you will be the compromise. Don't have unspoken, accept if it doesn't work, and hopefully you find a compromise. There's no one else in the world who should tell one of you what to do. Or convince you otherwise. It's your story, your love, your future. Have a great talk, and I hope fingers crossed you guys find a good compromise. You call the next. Simon Marcel Bonsoir. When you have a question about your relationship, eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Bonjour Denise.
4: Bonjour Simon.
1: What is going on Denise? How can I help you?
4: Okay, I've been dating this guy for a while now, um, maybe half a year, and he keeps up correspondence with an ex-girlfriend, the girl he was dating right before me, and I mean, we have like a really happy, wonderful relationship, but this bugs me, Um, and he keeps insisting that it's not a big deal, like it's just like casualties, like she'll ask him how he's doing and stuff like that. But it makes me really uncomfortable because I don't see a need for them to be talking at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I can move forward with the guy if I'm having a little bit of suspicion, mm-hmm. you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and he's given me no reason not to trust him. But I don't know. My gut's just kind of like, this isn't normal. But I don't know if I'm overreacting because he loves me and he's been a wonderful partner.
1: Okay. So, one thing I need to know before I answer in the correspondence, so it's not secret, you have access to the correspondence.
4: I don't go through his phone, but I know he was dating her directly before me. And he, one day, we got into an argument, and he showed me the messages, and it was just like, "Oh, how are you doing?" and stuff like that. So nothing. I don't know everything else.
1: Right, but nothing ooh la and nothing like that, right? You no, haven't...
4: nothing like that.
1: Okay, so here's what I would approach it, because you said it's a great guy and you like him a lot, right? And he has given yeah. you no other reason. I would ask him, uh, just like you told me, you said, listen, um, it makes me uncomfortable. My intuition, I'm I'm a woman, it's vibrating wrong with this. And I agree with you, by the way, Denise, uh, he shouldn't be talking to his ex-girlfriend all the time like this. That's not normal, so you're not crazy. I think you on the right side. But he has some problem to actually break up the connection with her and it might take him a little more time. So I would say to him, I said, listen, it means the world to me that you stop doing this. I mean, the next couple of weeks, all of this should end or really, you know, then I think something is missing between us because you should be talking to me and texting me, not her, right? So you give him yeah. a little time to stop this behavior, but not very long, a couple of weeks. And if he doesn't stop, then you should reevaluate the relationship because then you're right. He's still more attached to her than he's into you. And I don't want you to be with a man like this.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to cross my fingers so that he stops and you guys can continue this wonderful relationship. So, fingers crossed on this. And I'm sure you'll understand when you explain to him like that.
4: Thank you so much, Simon.
1: Best of luck to you, Denise. Have a good night.
4: You too.
1: More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, and and thank you so much for listening to this show. It's Simon Marcel. You know, I, I say it every night, and I cannot say it enough. Merci. Merci, merci. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all your loyalty, my loyal listeners. Thank you for sharing your true love stories, which is really enlightening every evening for me, because I'm a romantic, I'm from France, and I've heard too many also bad stories. You know, friends said, oh, I'm not going to find love again. I said, no, 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 listen to The Rendezvous, and listen to all my callers calling with all those great romantic stories, and The Rendezvous would not be what it is now, every night, without you sharing also your great love stories. So that said, I want to share quickly a little poll I put at Rendezvous Radio. The question for you was, do you trust somebody 100% when you start dating them or they have to earn you trust? Only 5% of you guys said, I trust them 100% at the beginning and 95% of you said they have to earn it. By the way, I'm part of the 5%. When I meet you, I give you all the trust and it's up to you. And I to keep this trust 100%. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, les petits.
0: The Rendezvous Show.